Oh, Kalimera, Kalispera, wherever time you are watching, this is Mapa. I'm Stel. I've got Thaso here. Thaso Mo, did you enjoy your Pascha? Did you have your flowers? Oh, yeah, well, flowers, I can't, man. I've got to wait. i got to wait till May when I'm over. My mum's going to defrost a, defrost a couple for me. Of course, you know, taking the big 20 kilo bags over there. So just filling them up or fill them up with the flowers and halumia to bring back as well. Standard, lovely stuff. And drahana, drahana, yeah, wow, standard. Drah we'll see with the drahana, but the halloumi for sure because Carrefour stopped selling them. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, I don't go there for two weeks, I swap over to other supermarkets that are available. Uh, and uh, and I showed up there two weeks later and uh, they were completely off the shelves. I was proper pissed off as well. This is unacceptable for anyone at Carrefour watching Carrefour France. Yeah. Right, yeah. you're a disgrace. I think yeah. you need to bring back the halumia. This isn't good enough. Yeah, have a word with Simo, man. Uh, there was a Simo's halumia as well. Have a word with Simo. Don't know who he is, but apparently he was selling them anyway. Well, how about well, you? Cara, Cara, Cara Lambidis, Cara Lambidis Christie's make lovely halumia, and uh, <laughs> I know I know they pay some attention to our social media. So yeah. I think I need to get on the phone to these guys and, and arrange something because this is yeah. unacceptable. Yeah, sort it out. Sort it Absolutely. out. Big, big cheese market over here, lads. Absolutely. Big cheese market. Do you, you? Yeah, it was all right, man. It was all right. Standard, you know, family stuff. No complaints. Had my mm -hmm. flowers. My mom gave me like three Ziploc bags full of them. Oh, and they've gone in the, <laughs> they've gone in the, the, the freezer. And uh, yeah. I think I, I ate about six of them in the past week or so, which is why I started my diet yesterday. I nah, started my yeah, diet. So, so no more fugu either then? Well, I, listen, I will have my souvlaga, right? But it's going to be chicken, okay? Uh, uh, do you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm going off on a tangent here, but I was watching some old videos from like three years ago, the podcast. I was like, shit, like my face has filled out too much. Before I look ill, now I look <laughs> overweight. So no, there's no healthy, healthy. No, 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 no. I, listen, I, 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 I signed back up to the gym, right? And yeah. this is, this is the problem with me, right? I'll sign up to the gym and I'll do six or seven months worth of training, and then I'll either get injured, and it will put me out. Like when I did my sciatic nerve, right? That put me out for weeks, and then then I cancel my subscription, and then I re-sign again. And it, it just rinse and repeat. Anyway, so I hadn't been to the gym for six months and I went back yesterday and I thought, I'm going to take it easy on myself because number one, I'm 43 years old. I'm not 23. So I can't deadlift 200 kgs like I used to. And my back wouldn't let me do it anyway, even if I could, right? So I started with these baby weights, you know, like eight kilogram dumbbells, you know, do the, do the dumbbell curls and I got my yeah, 10 kilogram yeah. bar and I'm like... This is shit. What am I doing? I thought, let me get brave with the 20. I was like, yeah, great. 25, great. 30, great. And then I thought to myself, let me try to do my shrugs because I loved it. I'm, I'm, I'm going off on a tangent here. Like, when I start talking about the gym, it just doesn't stop. But I love doing shoulder shrugs. They're, they're my thing. Like there's something, right. called farmer, there's something called farmer walks. Where basically what you do, you pick up the, the dumbbells and you yeah. just walk up and down, right? You could walk okay. 20 meters and then 20 meters back and obviously does your traps, right? Yeah. And I thought, let me try just doing shrugs with the 30 kg dumbbells because I was doing like 20 or 25 kgs and I was all right. 
And I did the 30s, I did it, got to six shrugs and I felt a sharp pain down the back of my neck. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm putting these back. Because yeah. my body said to me, you haven't done this for six months, bruv. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so I was like, allow it. So yeah, you need, you need to be careful. Those shrugs don't get permanent. Yeah, and they end up like this. Yeah, exactly. When my shoulders like become literally like triangles, <laughs> you know, like fucking yeah. But see, this is the thing. Like, I'm not gonna lie, and and I'm sure. Look, for me, it's been a difficult few months because forget the football side of things. I just think that work is taking its toll on me. I think life is taking its toll on me. I'm re I'm realizing that I'm getting old. Right, my daughter's nine years old. She was nine in February, and I'm thinking, shit, where, where's the time gone? And I'm thinking, I'm 43, man. Like, I'm 43. And it's like, because I work from home, it's very difficult to have a social life as well because I'm working and then come five o'clock or six o'clock or whatever time I finish, if I don't have a call afterwards, you know, work related, I'm like, can I be asked to go out? Can't be bothered. So it's come to a point where I'm like stuck in a, in a situation where it's like my social life is minimal. Yeah, I've got the podcast and obviously I've, I do other things, but in terms of getting out, I don't like socializing. I don't like going to pubs. I don't drink. I don't go to, go to bars. I don't like going up London as well because it's a fucking shithole. You know, even stepping outside my house is a chance of getting stabbed, right? So it's like <laughs> the gym is is my um, sanctity, so to speak. And after two days of going back, just two days, like I'm, I feel a hundred percent. It's those endorphins, bro. Honestly, and this is the only advice I can give to people that that feel like utter shit. Just go to the gym. I know I sound like Andrew Tate, yeah, but trust me. Go to the gym, throw some metal about, and just see people. Just see people. That that is the best advice I could give, man. Anyway, that, that's my yeah, my pearls of Preach. wisdom. Six minutes of your life, you lot won't ever fucking get back. But yeah, I, I feel Preach. good. But anyway, I, 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 aside from that, I'm okay. Aside from and, that, and and, okay. uh, and I and I heard you were practicing your Greek earlier as well. Yeah, mate. You know what? Do you know what? The thing is, and this is the thing. This this is on me as well because when I was younger, obviously my my mum, you know, she came out here as a, as a refugee in seventy four, yeah. and my dad doesn't really speak much Greek anyway, and I so I obviously communicate with him in in, in English, and my mum obviously speaks to me in Greek and whatever. But the thing is, all through my junior years, my secondary school years, I didn't really make an effort. And I think it's because you take it for granted that even mm. though you understand it, speaking it is like a chore. And as I got older, it's like, fucking hell, languages are so important, bro. So important. Like, you can speak Greek, English, French. You know, I said to my daughter, speak another language when you're older because you're going to need it. Like, And, and it's going to help as well, especially when we're doing podcasts, for example. Like, when we interviewed, like, Manu Garcia, there were some words in Spanish, in English that he didn't know. Fortunately, I've got a bit of Spanish in my in my glossary. You know, it's not great, but there's some words I can translate, and it fucking helps mm -hmm. out. So even the little things, like even asking for directions when you go to a different countries, it's important. But we take these for granted when we're young. Like we think, ah, yeah. fuck it, I'd rather I'd rather go clubbing. I'd rather go out with my mates. So so yeah. Anyway, I, I talk too much, bro. You, you can tell I don't go out. <laughs> <laughs> no man, no man, it's fine. Frontisteria, frontisteria were a killer. I I had to. So for, for people in Gibro, I had to do, I did an A-level in Greek when I, I mm. was 13. Then normally you do your A-levels when you're 18. Yeah, 16, 17, yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I, I basically, uh, I did the A-level when I was 13. I got a B in it and I was like, yes. Your mum, mum, although, 
Not good enough. Nah, 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 my hey, Pazzo. Great, you come to this house and you get a beer. There you go. As a parent, like, I'm not even trying to be funny here. Like, with my daughter, like I said, she's nine years old. And the amount of pressure I put on her to do well at school, like, I, it's insane. And I, I'm a, I can be such a cunt sometimes, yeah. But <laughs> honestly, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, the, the other week, right, she did this, this uh, spelling test and she got 16 out of 18. And the two words that she fucked up, We've been trying and try practicing and practicing, and she got them all right. But then when it came to doing it in the classroom, she fucked it up. And she came home, she goes, Baba, I've got 16 out of 18. I said, 16. I said, that's rubbish. And here's me, like, in my head, I'm like, whoa, hang about still. She's only nine for fuck's sake. No, she's only nine, you know? Or like um, during the uh, the Greek school uh, uh, show that she did a few weeks uh-huh. ago, right? Yeah. There's a song that her and her class had to sing. And when it came to her bit, she fucked it up. She got scared and she ran off, right? Now, I was filming the whole thing because the school asked me to do it. So I had my cameras. And fortunately, I was on the side holding the camera while she, and she came to me behind the, the curtain. And I said to her, right, listen, right, don't cry. I know it's embarrassing, right? Because there's parents watching, there's kids watching. And obviously, you're worried about people making fun of you. I says, first of all, these things happen, right? Live shows, live events, these things happen. It happens to the best people, Right? And at that point, she like calmed down and she was actually listening. I says, look, it's good that this has happened to you now that you're nine years old, not that you're 18, 19 and you're having the show of your life and this happens to you. Now, this is your opportunity to learn from it and know what not to do next time this happens. So I said, go back and do it again. And the teacher goes, shall we do it again? I'm going to do it again. And she smashed it. So, you know, again, it's all about learning, bro. You've got, you've got a, a, a child. Yep. And obviously, yep. the, the little one isn't at that age where he's he's talking or walking yet, but it's difficult to it's difficult to how can I put it to to act the way that resonates with your child because again, my daughter she's very uh, mature for her age, so when, even when you're having a conversation with her, you're thinking you're talking to an adult, and this is the thing: whenever mm-hmm. she does something or you know behaves a certain way. I think, why are you behaving like this? But then, again, my mind is already on the stage where it's like, she talks like an adult, she behaves like an adult, but you still need to remember, she's a fucking kid, bro. Like, it's it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, whatever. Again, I'm, I'm talking too much. Let's talk about football. Let's talk about let's football. Talk about football. Let's talk about football. Yeah, we, we, yeah, and, we, can, um, we can do that. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go for it. And we've got the highlights for some Group B games. And as you know, more, it hasn't been an eventful couple, couple of weeks with uh, Group B. Uh, and obviously, I don't think have scored a goal since we last did the show. Uh, they've had two goalless draws. Um, mm-hmm. The action has been very, very minimal. But we've, I think we've got our goal of the season. I don't think we need to do a video compilation, do we? Uh, well, uh, I'll tell you what... Um... Nicolas Tapizas has been having some fucking, uh, what, what is it, post-traumatic stress disorder. PTSD, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> from, from seeing one of those. But yeah, yeah, it's, uh, mm, I don't know. I still, still want to put, I still want to put that Ben free kick in there as well. And Morgan, yeah, I know you Brown's do. Well. First goal. But, I know you do, but, but hey. It's, it's, it's a goal and a half, isn't it? 
this is a World Cup. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go with the highlights. Yeah. So, yeah. Rocks up beat Olympia goes by a goal to nil. And this, wow. Look at Sadiq. that. Man. Look at Mate. that. Go on. You, you, you talk about this one. Uh, there's, there's, on. there's, there's not, like, people really need to go see this. People really need to see this if they're if they're only listening to the podcast because it is it's it's fantastic is it, it's it's mesmerizing like it's it just is he 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 clips it up kind of f- facing away from goal gets it over I think that's more bad isn't it group. yeah and yeah and then just, yeah gets around him trips up as well and then might just get back up and volley it in I mean you know there's not. There's not much else. There's not much else anybody could do about it, really, is it? It's just it's unbelievable. Just appreciate unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. And the thing is, I don't care what anyone says. He meant that. He fully meant that. Yeah. There is no way you're gonna go back to goal and try that without the the um with with the opportunity to to put it in the back of the net like that. And that's I don't think he meant to slip, but no. I think the slip actually helped him. Because yeah. it, it you know, gave him enough time to get up and for the ball to drop. Because if he was still standing, he'd probably just be standing there waiting for the ball to drop. But that, for me, goal of the season, yeah. push gas award right there, man. Bam. <laughs> anyway. And it, it, you see there as well, there was actually people that saw it there as well. I'm not like normal Doxa games. <laughs> Sorry, Doxa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Olympiacos then went to Agrida and lost 2-1. Um, yeah. Again, a game that I didn't watch, to be fair, mate. Uh, both teams look like they're down, dead and buried. But Agrida are showing some fight, which has got to be something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're trying, aren't they? There's just... Um, uh, they're, they're, they're doing it a bit too late. The problem is, as well, you know, Doxa and Karamodis are picking up points. Um, and that's what's doing them in. And that's what's doing all three of the relegation, uh, all three of the teams in the in the relegation places. In is that the teams above them are winning. Um, again, you know, would it help Agritas if they changed the goalkeeper? Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe he's got a clause in his contract that's do not play clause. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he's like uh, he's like one of those football manager contracts. You know, he's like on five pound, is on five pound a week until he plays a game. Then it goes up to five hundred. You know, and one of one of those ones. Mate, do you know, yeah. I, feel so, I feel sorry for Joel because all three goals that we've seen him concede, he's had he's had no chance. It's like you put these. I don't. Know, I don't know why you front loaded it with with Joel having depressed face on. Um, I, but you know he he, he does. Uh, it it does come. It does come good for him in in the other Olympiagos game. Once once it we, does it. It does indeed. Does indeed. But yeah, yeah. I think they'll be back though. I'm telling you, they'll be back. I'm, oh I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like we said last week. Oh bloody. Yeah, Adenon, man, he's having a, Adenon, he's having a, a nightmare of a season, isn't he? He's the first goal scorer in the Afamera Stadium. He's been, he's been sent, yeah, in the wrong end. He's been sent off, I think, twice this season. Uh, and this isn't the first time he's kind of done like a Peter Enkelman kind of uh, control of the ball. 
and I think he does it a second time uh, in this. Yeah, he does it later well. on. Yeah, yeah uh, he does it later and Shishkovsky is able. Shishkovsky, yeah, he's able to deal with it. Uh, fair enough. But then you know, again, Sadiq gets a goal out of nothing, like yep. facing the wrong way. Uh, it's, like, it's it's not even it's, I, like I don't know. I don't know how he got the direction on the ball either because his leg doesn't move. How you wouldn't like you know, like a bicycle? Did he shin or... it? Did he shin it? Yeah. Like? <laughs> it it's because yeah, he does. He kind of he kind of shins it, doesn't he? It's not a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, he saw our goal of the season competition, and he thought, "I want one of my own." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He uh, but, not like, bad for 37 year old. Come on now. Yeah, man. He, he's got. A, he, I think. I think he's got another year on his contract as well. So yep. we've got. We've got next season. Look forward to them yeah. kind of goals as well. Um, I warmed up for the semi-final with a one-nil victory over Baralimni. Yep, yep. Um, so yeah, uh, again, scoring goals is, is a problem for Ayel. Um, yeah. Obviously, we had the podcast last time around. I think it's two weeks ago now because uh, obviously last week we released a Morgan Brown interview. Yep. But yeah, so we talked about there being the possibility of Yanevsky going, and uh, the day after they announced it, he was gone. Bam! Twenty-four hours now, later. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's that's exactly what happened. Um, so I mean, from the press press releases and kind of the rest of it from both sides, there didn't seem to be any animosity from it. Yanevsky. Mm. Probably like he was, he was well aware that he probably got as much out of the team that he had available to him as he could. And players, obviously, whilst they've got some, in theory, they've got some class class strikers that then should be able should be doing a lot better. Mm. It just it just doesn't seem to have happened for them this season. Um, but. Janeski was brought in to kind of steady the ship after, you know, Bebe and Silas kind of uh, having that nightmare start. I think it was five losses in a row, wasn't it, before? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. So so he seems to have kind of balanced them out a bit. Um, now, Ayel have since appointed the caretaker, so basically just to last them till the end of the season. Um uh, following he, this guy, following his second sacking from Garnodisa of the season, uh, he was appointed a chief scout at Ayl and he's now stepped in to take over the uh, the coaching till the end of the season. Now, his CV highlight is something we discussed with Mark Brown in an interview last week. It seems to be that uh, everybody's kind of listed like his big thing was. Garmiodisa beat Aris while he was in charge of Garmiodisa. That was the thing that was like, I got him the job. So, yeah. fair enough. Um, he seems to have started well enough as well. He's got a win and a draw. Uh, again, like I said, same issues remain. Keep good defending. Can't score to save their lives. Um, to celebrate in inverted commas uh kind of Janewski leaving i did i did a list on twitter of all the managers 
up that have been around this season in the league. So uh, I did I did a little count. We've got and kind of like to minimise the amount of people that've been sacked. I decided to counter in for a Zorniger factor. So people that mm. have that got that got dismissed prior to the season starting didn't include them. So we've got Aik. I've had one. Yep. That's all. He said he was going to go. He's still there. Yeah, true. And he's, and, and he's managed to turn it around for one game at least. I'll have had three. So we've discussed Yaneski, Haralambos, and Silas. So we've talked about all three of them. Mm. Agridas have had three. David Badia, Akrapovic, and Lachtionov, who's in charge yep. now. And Rostosis have had three. That's Milanic, Munoz, and Mihajovic. Yep. Like the M's. Yep. So the next one, next one's going to be an M. Uh, Abuel have had two. Abostie Milojevic. Abolon have had three. Katalama, Gridis, and Andoni. Aris Savatspilevsky, Karmiotis have deep breath. Yep, they've had seven. Urin Jr., Haralambus, Kachkevich, Haralambus, Avgusti, Kershakov, and Bratu. Uh, Olympiakos have had three, Petragis, Sergidis, and Dudic. One minute, one minute, one minute, one minute, one minute, one minute. Did Dudic start the season? He did, but. No, he didn't start the season. He didn't. It was okay. pre-season he got sacked. Ah. Uh, yeah. But does that count then? It doesn't because, like, like I said, Zornica factor. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Omonia have had Lennon, Ferrara and Abusti. Salamina have had Bursabol all season. Mm. Bafos have had Berg and Salgado. Paralinia mm. had Sachas. And I've just checked, I just remembered in the notes, I haven't included Doxa, who have had four. Four up oil. I mentioned that boy. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Abustin Milojevic. Yeah, yeah. Abustin Milojevic. But Locks have had four. So we've had Cho, uh, Sakas, who's in charge now. And then we've got Didigal is one, the one that lasted a session. And then there was that other Spanish guy. But in essence, it's 37. 37 managerial jobs. It's mm. only 14 teams in the league. Now, even if you take Garmiotis out, that's still 30 jobs for 13 teams. That's that's crazy. But the thing is, to be fair, to be fair, right, and with the exception of Garmiotis, right, who've had seven, and I can't remember any team in Cyprus having seven head coaches in one season. My memory is it doesn't go that far back. But to be fair, on the broad athlete, if you look at, say, the Premier League, the best league in the world, Right? How many yep. managerial changes have there been there? Uh, this season has no? been quite intense in the Premier League as well. Leicester, Leeds, Palace, Wolves, Chelsea. Chelsea. Twice. That's five, five out of Tottenham, 20. To Tottenham twice Tottenham, now. Twice, yeah. Um, Who else? Villa. Uh, Villa, yes. Uh, what's his name came in? Yeah, Crystal uh, Palace. Vieira's gone. Yes. Um, who else? Which other team hang about? Spurs, Brighton, Potter left. Yep. Bournemouth. Bournemouth, yes. Okay. Everton. Yeah. Southampton. Yeah. So there's at least ten teams. So half yep. half of the leads. The, yeah. 
So half of the teams in the biggest league in the world, they don't trust their fucking coaches or they, they yeah. panic. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I think I think it's something something weird specifically this season, all over the place. I don't know what the hell's gone on this season that's made everybody push the panic button as much as it has. Well, but Cyprus or just in, or in general? In general. In general, it's all over the yeah. place. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. But the thing is, if you look at the, the Brathima right now, yeah, it, it, which ones, which managerial changes would you say have actually worked out so far? Abuel. Abuel, because when they got rid of Abu Wusti, they were like, they were in fifth or sixth. He started the season with them, didn't he? Yeah, with Abuel Steve, yeah. yeah. Abuel, Abolon, would you say? Uh, Andoni, yeah. Andoni coming in, yeah. Um, that was... Um, what, what, about, what about Ael? I mean, they're in the semi-final. I yeah, well, I mean, uh, we mentioned, we obviously, we mentioned Janewski was able to steady the ship. Uh, obviously, the the uh, with Haralambos, it's the jury's still out because he's only played two games, so we don't know yet for that. Yeah, uh, I'm just having a look at some of the other Mitch, ones. Which would you do you think him coming in as as caretakers? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, again, they got they got to the point where, uh, you know, I think he only got to like the the last three games for yeah. getting into the top six because of that run of form that they had. Prior to it, yeah, I've got them the into shout. that contention, contention to nearly right up or right up to yep. the end, and then it kind of dropped off again. Um, Salgado at the moment seems to have sorted out a little bit what was going on with Bafos with their run of form. Um, what about Sofronis? Okay, how about this one? Is it, are, are we going to say that Sofronis has been a successive Omonia get to the final of the cup? I mean, no. My re- maybe if he wins it, it'll be a success. But if he okay. got to the final, I think that would be at least for. I'm guessing for Monia fans, that would be the minimum expectation with the draw that they've had. Mm, okay. Right. Okay. Because don't forget, Len- Lennon came in last season. Yeah. And his first game was it well, was the cup games were Al. And yeah. see, which yeah. are just as difficult. Yeah, yeah to be fair. To yeah. be fair. And Avusti has done Abuel and Buffer, which is probably a, a trickier route given yeah. the rivalry with Abuel. So I understand what you're saying about the bare minimum. But if if we do get past Buffer tomorrow, which I doubt, but anyway, let's say for example we do, what then? Because it's either Ail or Olympiagos. Both teams are Group B. If it's Olympia Goz, who are likely to be relegated, it's like Ethnic Goz all over again, like last season. Yeah. He has to win it. Yep. So the pressure's well, on him. If we yep. beat Buffalo tomorrow, yep. and we get to the final, the pressure's on well, him. I mean, because if you have a look at the league form as well, it's not been... It's, it's, it's not motivating it's been the league form, is it? So I no, would but, say... But do you know what? To be honest, right, sorry to interrupt, but to be honest, I think once we got past Abuel and then got into the top six, 
I just think they thought, fuck it, we've got to the top six. It hasn't been a, a, a as bad a season as the last. We're still in the cup. We're still with the chance. So we're going to put all of our efforts in that. The problem is that is a massive gamble. That is a yeah. massive gamble. Mm-hmm. It's not just that. It's that as well, kind of motivation. It becomes a bit more difficult as well. I mean, you talk about obviously being being this, mo- like, uh, you know, big up. Passion merchant. Go on, yeah. say it. Passion merchant. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I got you to say he's a passion merchant. No, yes. I said I said that you call him a passion merchant. <laughs> but even for him, even if he is a passion merchant, he's going to have a lot of difficulty trying to get his team motivated to play a resurgent baffle as well. So it's not like the baffle from two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, two, three weeks ago now, from yeah. the first leg. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, well, um, I'm just sh- trying to fi- think. Sh- shall we finish off a Group B thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on, let's, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so Olympia goes beat Salamina one 0 and our friend on, Joy Balls saved a penalty from Doregaray. A very good Go save. On, and ah. there's something I will say. Right, there's something I will say. Um, I put the video obviously up on on our Instagram, and um, Doric and I actually replied in a private message with like applauding uh, emoji. So respect to him for for doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it, it, you know it wasn't it wasn't a badly taken penalty either. It was nope. it was it was a fe- it was a good penalty. Uh, so so yeah, no. I mean Doric and I. There's there's something to say about Doregarai as well because uh, you know um, uh, the the media places in Cyprus are starting to talk about him now. Whereas we've been mm-hmm. talking about him for six weeks, they've been saying like, "Oh, some some of the bigger teams in the league are starting to scout him." Uh, wow. And and you know we've been we've been talking about him being be, you know scoring all these goals and being uh, impressive. Uh, since what six weeks ago, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know, pick it up, pick it up, pick it, you know, how, like they say in the scar songs, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> you know. the, the thing is, though, we know about Salah, well, we know about Salamina's financial difficulties, yeah, they are in the shit to, to mm-hmm. use uh, Cisco Munoz's words, and um, they will need every penny they can get. So, I think Doragaray, if he does leave, which is looking likely. He'll go for a pretty penny, but I don't think it'll be like a, a huge amount. It'll be enough for Salamina to be happy. But, you know, if they weren't in that financial situation, number one, he probably wouldn't be leaving. And number two, they'd probably get more for him. Um, but, but the interesting thing is today, they they put up a, an interview for a, a role for a team manager. Yeah. I'm thinking, how the fuck can you afford like wages? You're, you're struggling. I don't know. I think I think it's more a replacement for somebody who's who's gone. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. So it's just it's just a like for like replacement. Possibly, but anyway. But and yeah. There's a one more game. Garmiel this had beat Agrida by a goal to nil. Again, I'm sorry to sound like that guy or be that guy, but you know, Group B games right now they practically meaningless unless you're trying to fight for survival. But we we know the teams that are going down. Um, Garmi Odessa mm-hmm. with their seventh head coach, they're probably going to stay out looking lightly anyway. So, yeah, good win for them. But it's it's just pre-season mode for them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think some of the uh, some of the 
teams higher up than say Canada the Sandhawks are because whilst they're there's a gap there, they're not it's not a gap to be like, oh you know, relax. You know, but you know your Salamina, they can start to look at next season and trying to see who they think who they should keep as like a core group of players. For some reason, Anothosi keep uh, uh, keep persisting on playing worries. Uh, but you know, you know, there's I don't I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. Uh, the only reason I keep thinking is because uh, Sandis uh, came out and said that uh, some of the signings that they've made aren't just bad, but they're tragic because of the contract length and the wages that they're having to pay those players. And I'm guessing some of those signings were made this summer. Now, one of those signings that were made in the summer that's still there is Warriors. So, I... <laughs> anyway, uh, gonna, I'm, just, I'm just stating facts. That was said. This was this was done. This person's here. Bring them together. There you go. What, what are you going to do? Um, now, uh, just going through my notes just to see if there's anything we should be bringing up. Um, yeah, the Agritas versus Olympiagos game. Yes. So I was I was on the uh, the soccer noob podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago to discuss that as their match of disappointed. Uh, now, I predicted a one-all draw for Agritas to take the lead and then for them to squander it with an S-Link equaliser. Because the reason was, when we recorded that, one, S-Link was scoring every game for Olympiagos, and two, Agritas was scoring first and then losing games. Mm. Um, and then... Esselink hits the bar <laughs> and bloody Dormi Shai plays his first game in what God knows how long and manage, it gets on the score sheet. So, great. Um, You're thinking game on. Your accumulator's yeah. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. great. Which <laughs> the Akka is on. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, right, because that score, that Agritas to Olympiagos one score, Soccer Noob's daughter predicted that score <laughs> after after the discussion we had she went 2-1 to them and didn't even didn't even didn't even that's by name she just pointed so fc them so, yeah yeah there you go there you go so bloody hell man uh, uh, anyway oh, god almighty uh yeah so uh, do you want to talk about some social media l's or not yeah go on go on you start and i'll, I'll bring up the uh so, <laughs> the images so we could go with gabriel Dissas first yes i think we um, shall i think i think you'll be able to talk a bit more on this you know kind of like the media background marketing background on this but basically gabriel <laughs> twitter account once uh Gadsas had scored two in their game, I can't remember what game it was, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, uh, they they tagged him, they tagged him in theory on a post on their Twitter account, but 
But the Nikos Galtzas that they tagged in that post is actually a biomedical engineer with eight followers. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit it out. Oh, this post well, belongs in the Louvre. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, look. Uh, look, I, I don't, I don't want to be a complete dick about this, right? But a lot of com- <laughs> a lot of companies use um, uh, these these uh, these Hoochie. social media, yeah, these social yeah. media posting tools. And what it is, you just amalgamate all of your uh, social platforms onto this, and you schedule the post. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you, you write the the text. You you can at whoever or whatever. But the thing is, when you you're the one that pointed it out to me, and I looked at it, I was like, "This what, what, what's happened here?" And then I saw the app. I was like, "Oh my god, like, what have they done?" You know, the poor bloke. I mean, he's lucky that Gadmiotis haven't got tens of thousands of followers because he'd have been flooded with congratulations, two great goals, both MVP. Poor guy. He probably doesn't even know where Gadmiotis are, who they are. <laughs> so th- this this is a faux pas in the sense that, all right. I understand you want to you want to schedule your post because it saves you time and you know you're going to have someone posting every ten minutes or half an hour or three hours however which way you want to do it, but do your due diligence before you do it. Honestly, it's it's not rocket science. You know, if you're going to at someone because I, what I think they've done, they catered it just to Instagram because yeah. that's the players at on Instagram, yeah, and then they've connected it to I don't know Facebook or. Twitter or whatever, and it's just been fired out. <laughs> we're like, uh, guys, it's <laughs> a problem yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Although to be fair, they're not the only ones who've messed up. No, nope. uh, the last couple of weeks. So now nope. Salamina as well. Um, yes, they uh, they basically they put up a post. I think it's on Facebook, where basically. They've got uh, in Greek. They've written "Enimerosi geisidiria yadintriantagostina gonistikin vita fasi protathlimatos." Blah 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 mm. blah blah blah. The important thing is the number thirty in that. Basically, they're talking about the thirtieth match day. Now, in the poster that they put with the post, it says game week thirty-two. I mean, somebody do just, just, just. All it is is like, does it, does it, does it match? Does it, does it match? Does it match? It doesn't match. Okay, well, let's go back and fix it. No, no. But, but, <laughs> again, this, <laughs> this, this goes back to what I keep saying about attention to detail. And look, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I've fucked up in the past on social media putting out posts like for example even that the Morgan Brown uh, first post that I put out I spelled episode wrong so I had to oh. delete it okay yeah but that was literally I noticed it the moment I pressed tweet I, I noticed it so I was like let me load it up let me wait for it to, to post and then I'll delete it and then I'll do it again but for something like this it's it's glaringly obvious yeah to the point where when you're when you're creating that post, you can see it says match day 32 on the fucking graphic. 
the only the only thing I can assume has happened is um again they've they've probably scheduled it and maybe the match was moved in between the time when they scheduled it and I don't I don't know I don't know maybe I, it was supposed I, I to be the know. thirty second and then they put it as a, I, I I don't know but again like honestly. And, and again, this is now you're going to start me off now because this is what I keep saying. This is what I keep saying about social media marketing in Cyprus. A lot of these companies are doing it, these clubs are doing it properly. But then you've got a lot of them that are trying, but they're getting the basics wrong. And once you start getting the basics wrong, people lose interest. Now, I don't know how many followers Salamina have on, on Twitter. In fact, let me, let me check it now, actually. Now, Salamina, what have they got? I'll be surprised if they have more than 2,000. I'll be very surprised. 1,100. There you go. There you go. Right? So again, they haven't... That doesn't mean that many people that have seen this, I'm assuming anyway. But when did they post it again? It was on the 17th. Right. So there, there's been no replies, no retweets, no likes, only 104 views. And to be honest, none of those 104 people are giving a shit to, to correct them. Yeah. So... They're just going to carry on doing it, but again, if if you're if you're going to be serious about social media marketing and branding all that kind of stuff, you need to be all in. You can't mm-hmm. you can't go half assed. Anyway, let's let's move on, man. Let's move on. No, I'm, no, there's, there's, gonna, there's, there's one more I wanted to bring up. No, no, no. There's one more I wanted to bring up because it, this one this one is a new site getting it wrong. Oh, Match.cy for the. Um, the Anorthosis Carmiodisa game. What was the score? Nil nil. It was it was a it was such an entertaining game. Like I had to double take to make sure that yeah. it was uh okay yeah. because according to match.cy the game finished one nil. <laughs> here's, here's a question because do we I, need to get the ethics committee involved? Is my question. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm going I'm to counter your question with a question of my own. Um, did Did you watch the game? And was there a goal disallowed? I, I just... did not watch the game because I, I I knew this. I knew this score was coming. The nil nil. Well, I, I'm going to watch it later on, and on the next pod, I'm going to I'm going to refresh your memory. I'll just let you know whether it was a a goal disallowed, then maybe they just left it like that. But for me, it's just, it's, again, it's just it's stupid, man. It's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Oh. And the thing is, they put it twice there. Look, at the top and at the bottom. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I'm also seeing this a 1 0 video. Three times. Have they? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because of the, the headline as well, because it's been hyperlinked. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just. <laughs> How can you take these these people serious? How? Oh, I'm sorry, man. Like, it infuriates me. No, infuriates that, me. That's supposed to be a news site. Yeah. So fake news. Yeah. Uh, um, right. Anyway, let's move away. Well, I mean, it's still going to be social media, but at least this time is going to be something different, right? So going back to Olympiagos, there's a lot of stuff happening with the Olympiacos all of a sudden. But anyway, mm-hmm. the Olympiacos fan group is not happy with the way things are being run at the moment. Obviously, with Don Naridis uh, getting rid of Sergidis and bringing Dudic back, even though 
he considered them unsuitable to take the club forward after after you know after half a preseason. He decided to bring them back anyway. Um, now the Olympiagos fan group basically wrote a letter, uh, you know, as fan groups do, complaining about a lot of the stuff that's going on at the club. Uh, and they finished uh, the, the the last paragraph. So I've got a quote of it here: "Is what disturbs is the way the club is in bracket not managed, the complete disrespect towards the common people, and above all, our lost dignity." Now, Dornaridis has got. Sometimes he likes to mess around with his responses, and you know, kind of like put something in about you know somebody or other and uh, no, never surrender and all that bollocks except this time he kind of lost it a little bit because on instagram he posted uh he put post up basically saying envy and ingratitude murdered the most important men of hellenism uh and uh the image is uh the like a like a plaque uh, with uh, basically it says the below great men of Greece died between 486 and 322 BC. Um, you, you're looking for the image right now, aren't you? It's it's on page. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm no, just trying to bring it up on the screen. I'm just trying you to got it. Okay. Screen. All right. So the the below great men of Greece died between 486 <laughs> and 322 BC. And then there's like a load of people. We've got people like Evribidis, Irododo, Anaxagoras, Aristophanes, Pythagoras, Platonas, Sophocles, Aristides, Alcibiades, all of these died in exile. Then you've got so Socrates drank hemlock, Pericles resigned due to accusations, Phidias died in jail, Demosthenes drank poison. Uh, and you know, kind of, and basically at the bottom of it, it says, uh, you know, uh, the same thing that he said at the top there, which is basically the the envy and ingratitude murdered the most important men of Hellenism. <laughs> you know, I mean, <sighs> the ego on him to compare himself to to these to these people. Um, <laughs> You know, put put, put your dick away. Is, it's not that big. I'm, I'm just going to say it like it is right now. We know that he's got an overinflated ego, and to some degree, I see where he's coming from because he's he's a he's a he's a successful businessman. He owns a football club. He's done well. However, which way he's made his money, he's done it right. But the problem is twofold. The first sense is he wrote a book, as you know. Right. No, we all know. We all know he wrote a book. We, we all know, right? He, he wrote this book, right? And, and I, I haven't read it. I've got no interest in reading it. I couldn't care less. That's his life. Other people do. They, they care about it. But the second problem is that you've got various outlets in Cyprus, be it Facebook pages, um, other podcasts, who basically pander him. They pander over him. They do interviews with him. They have articles about him. And he constantly replies to people on Facebook. He's really interactive when it comes to that. But what's the, the end goal here? Is this some kind of ploy to gain popularity so that further down the line, perhaps 
and this is the, this is this is the shot in the dark. This is the hail mary. Perhaps he wants to run for president of Cyprus one day. Well, you think? He's Can you Donald imagine? You think he's going to Donald Trump it? Hey, I mean, he does, he does talk. He does talk a lot about Trump, doesn't he? So, I'm telling you, mark my words. We probably won't be doing this pod in four years. I might be buried. He might, he might get someone to bury me alive. I don't fucking know. But um, on my deathbed, just remember. <laughs> just yeah, remember. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he's gonna he's gonna say his last words are gonna be Lord Nari, this did it. <laughs> I didn't surrender, and I'm president of Cyprus. <laughs> oh my god! I uh, I'll tell you what. No. Please, for the love of God, no. Well, look, I, I, that just tells me that ain't going to be no fucking end to the Cyprus problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anything else. Can you imagine Don Naridis being like, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I can build uh, I, I can build four hotels in Varossi as well. Yeah, all right, all right, you know. I can't. I can't imagine him going to like some kind of UN meeting. I can't. I can't. I, I imagine him. I imagine him reacting a bit like Gaddafi. You know, when he, uh, uh, Gaddafi trying to get rid of Switzerland. Like, because yeah, this bit to... Should go to France, this bit to Germany, and that bit to Italy, and there you go. No more Switzerland. Oh my God. Oh, anyway. So, anyway. Cyprus, no. Cyprus isn't one of the G G8 nations, are they? They're no. not. <laughs> Dear Lord, no. Although they no. are part of the G8 because of their uh, because of being in the European Union. Can you just imagine that like, they have one of these Zoom meetings because they can't get to one event for whatever reason, and he's going to be like on the treadmill in the gym? You can just imagine it. <laughs> With his string vest and his fucking MMA gloves on, <laughs> just oh, running on the treadmill. Oh god! You will not come to Cyprus. <laughs> oh god! You're gonna clip. You're gonna clip that in. You're gonna clip that in with him for sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh, oh, tag him. No, no. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, fucking hell. Anyway, anyway let, let's anyway, let's move on. That's next. it. What's that's next? it for for that bit. Let's oh, wow, we've next. done 50 minutes, and we haven't even gone on to the Group A games. <laughs> group A. The, the, the thing is, right, there's been barely any goals, right, this this <laughs> this week. So it's fine. It's going to go quickly. For, for the matches themselves, mm. it's going to go quickly. So. Three goals in three games, boys and girls. And let's start off with Ayak Lanaka beating Omonia by two goals to nil. Two defensive mistakes cost Omonia. Um, although I would say we, we started well. The first seven minutes, we looked all right, in all fairness. I thought we were going to get something out of it. We had a couple of decent opportunities. But then Pushko scored a goal from the back stick, across from Rosales. He had all the time in the world. There we go, back stick. Pushko, bang. Um, what's happening here? Is it stuttering or is it just me? No, it's stuttering. It's stuttering, Okay. So, yeah, Gusko scores a lovely volley on the back stick. I don't know what happened there. Um, but sorry, boys and girls, I'm not going to fucking replay it because you're going to see the replay anyway. Um, but, yeah, here you go. Sasso, back stick, unmarked. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if anybody needed a confidence boost, it's uh, it's these guys. 
and you know, all money on money lined it up for him. You know, there's, yeah, uh, there's there, there was so there was so much of this man in this game after that. Like the, the two goals were defensive errors, so that's that's fine. But there was there was so many more defensive defensive um, just just non-existence happening a lot again. You know. Yep. Well, to be fair, I could have won four 0 had it not been for VAR because they had this one disallowed. Yeah, yeah I, I, <sighs> it's 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 a dodgy one. This one, isn't it? Because it's you could argue that you know his his arms are there because he's he's landed on the floor. So he couldn't move him out of the way, but yeah, see, he tries to header it, but he doesn't. It's yeah. the ball stopped because of his hand. Um, it's it's a difficult one. I mean, the way the the way they've been giving those the, the those decisions in Cyprus is a bloody travesty yeah. all season. I mean, you know, just yeah. just, well, just ask Billy Dyer. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let, let, shall we? When when you're talking about decisions, let, shall we discuss yeah. the decisions made by Omonia's backline for this goal? Because it's... there are so many things wrong about this. From the fact that Zahario doesn't win the header, fine, I get it. But the guy that wins the ball is the guy that ends up putting the ball in the box because he, he, he runs twenty yards unmarked. And you got Banayodi yeah. backstick, just watching the ball. You got Gibson backstick, not chasing the runner. This, this is, oh mate. Oh. Yeah, everybody's kind of wrong side of everything, uh, kind of in this, in this move as well, aren't they? It's just, yes, yeah. it, it didn't it didn't work out. But I mean, it's it's kind of very difficult to kind of add on additionally to kind of what you what you discussed after the game on the on the no chot on the on no chotters is there's. Defensive errors. I mean, the only thing I can add is kind of maybe, maybe they did it on purpose. What to to put more pressure on Upperwell? Yeah, yeah. Because right, think about it. Right, I have had a nightmare run of form. Right. So, what what do you do to kind of make things a bit more difficult for Upperwell? What, play three at the back boost. and put Zahari at right wing back. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I see where you're coming from now. Yeah, yeah there you go. See, oh, god almighty, honestly, see? it was poor, it was it was just bad. It was it, it, it was bad. It was, it was but it, I'm not even saying Michael Jackson bad, it was bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look at that. The Farage basically had the feet freedom of both those like two, three defenders there, and they were just he was just doing whatever he wanted between them. I don't know. Pirich as well, it pulls off a great save, kind of, um, it pulls off a couple of good saves as well. Besedin has to score there, I'm sorry, yeah. he has to score there. Wow. And then there's a chance from Loizo afterwards where he skies it. It's just, yeah. I, mean, I, I can't stress how frustrating this game was because, again, I don't like to throw players under the bus and say stuff like they didn't try, but that first half, they, it, it killed us for a start, it mm-hmm. killed us. And yeah, they they played better second half. We went four two three one, and you know we moved the ball pretty well, and we were shooting and this and that. But there was nothing there that made me think, oh, if that one went in, then almost. I mean, even look at this one. But yeah, at least keep it down, keep it down. Yeah, I don't know, man. 
Uh, I don't know. Um, Besedini is just a fucking waste of time anyway, but I'm not going to go into that. The guy's got scored yeah. one goal in like 800 days. I mean, that's disgusting. So, yeah, anyway, watch, whatever. Watch, watch him bag a hat trick tomorrow. Oh, I <laughs> fucking hell. If he does, I'll shave my pubes off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it live. I'll do it live oh on my cam. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Clip it. Clip it. <laughs> If it tag him in it, that's it. If, if, if that ain't motivation for the players, nothing is. <laughs> even Gromov scored for fuck's sake. I know it was disallowed for offside, but even this guy scored. I mean, yeah, what is that? Gromov me? never bloody scores. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't even have to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway. dear, man. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Fucking tragic. I don't. I don't think there's anything else for me to say about this game. Um, no. The only. Yeah. But... Whatever. No, yeah, obviously, Ultra has been looking for a result from somewhere. He's got it. Uh, I can back in it now as well, obviously, because of our boys' form not dropping off and Addis being so far behind before their kind of their big, big, big lot of form started. Means that you know things things are getting spicy again up at the top. Yeah, absolutely, which we'll be discussing after the game so I can bring it up on yeah. the screen and, yeah, and see, yeah, the, yeah. see the Gadastasi that is my team that are just languishing like eight points behind Abolon in fifth place, but I'm not going to go into that. But anyway, it is it is what it is. Anyway, next game. Bafo went away to Abolon, beat them 1-0. Abdurahimi is in the form of his life, my friend. But the one thing yeah. I will say, one thing I will say, I think Buffer got away with it, in all fairness, because Abolon had a few yep. half chances before they went a goal behind, and they still created some things in the second half. But it was one of those games where it could have gone either way because Buffer had their, their fair share of chances. But I think if Abolon were a little bit more clinical, they'd have got something out of it. But I think the main talking point was uh, Andone getting sent off, uh, mm -hmm. which was absolutely beautiful in terms of his reaction. Not that he got sent off, but his reaction, wanting to fight the referee. But... Anyway, yeah. I'll, I'll leave the thoughts. Oh, I mean, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see it in the highlight package, I think. But yeah, the again, Bafos uh, kind of renaissance continues. Uh, Abdurahimi scores, like he said, he's been scoring kind of seems to be every game, he seems to be scoring a goal now. Uh, and again, Bruno starts the game off the bench. Uh, so can it get sent off? Uh, Bafos fans here. don't rate him. They don't. No. They don't, do they? Well, like, I mean, no. it was it was a discussion. I think <clears throat> I had a discussion with, uh, I think it's a Brazilian account that's kind of following the, the Cypriot League as well. Yep. It was talking about uh, Bruno coming into uh, coming to Bafos uh, and then kind of kind of tracking that drop in form. And they had like, uh, they had like points points per game before January and points per game after January. And it was that, that drop-off, it was significant. And it seems to be that, yeah, the kind of Bruno being into the team kind of restricted uh, kind of the attacking options, whereas uh, kind of not having him on and bringing, him, and bringing somebody, like keeping somebody like Tankovic or Abdurahimi or, uh, you know, some of the other attacking players that they've got, Gives him a bit more flexibility, and I think that's what the issue is. Uh, uh, and 
it was something that I think Berg was kind of digging in, uh, kind of digging in with his first eleven, picking the same same team, trying to get something to work with them, and it just wasn't happening. I mean, the other one, I think, was it Ikoko that it wasn't playing? Ikoko, yeah. Yeah, yeah and you him. know, since since Salgado came back, he's been brought back into the team, uh, and he's and and he's been. I think I think he got picked in uh, picked in uh, the team of the week this week. Yeah, uh, so that's a great so, challenge. You know, that that's a is, great challenge. It is, uh, you know, Salgado kind of coming in. I don't know. I don't know what he's done to these players, but. Well, they seem a bit more organised defensively, but what, yeah. the one thing I will say is it's a common denominator between every team in Cyprus that it's the ball-watching in the back line. Yeah. Um, the two chances that we've just seen is as a result of the, the Buffalo back line watching the ball, no attention to, to the man. I mean, he's, he's got to yeah. put that away as far as I'm concerned. That's yeah, a pretty yeah, poor yeah. finish as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so th- this is much. this is the bit where Andone absolutely goes crazy because for me that's not a foul, but he's yeah. lost his shit completely. Yeah, so he gets he gets a yellow card for his original reaction, I think, and then I think he says something to the ref. I think he says something to the ref, yeah. and that's when the red card comes out, and he goes full Delia Smith. Let's be yeah. having you. Yeah, yeah. He 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 looked like he was about to pop off. <laughs> now, obviously, um, yeah, vex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and then and then Kanye gets the second yellow. It's the second yellow here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's the second yellow. Again, it's another yeah. needless challenge because the guy yeah. is going nowhere. He's, he's yeah. actually lost possession. He's kicked the ball in front, and uh, anyway, whatever. Yeah, whatever. But, uh, I think I think Var is asking for that challenge to come in as well. I do. Yeah. the kind of player that will bring. It'll be it'll be looking for somebody to challenge him to try and get that second yellow and things like that from him. So yeah, uh, they fell hook line and sinker for it. Um, but yeah, you can see the frustration from Andoni and the players. You know the tackles that were flying in. Uh, the kind of the press conference after the game, but also the spokesman for Abolon were at pains to make sure to not blame the referee because. Mm. Because they had a foreign referee, and that's what they wanted uh, foreign referees. So, you know, we're going to be nice about the referee, but <laughs> but what they did say was they complained about so our the Abolon people complained about Bafos players diving and staying on the ground too long after a challenge to keep breaking up the rhythm of the match, and I think. Uh, I think the, the the press secretary said that, well, if that's how you play football, then congratulations for playing good football. <laughs> <laughs> which which I thought was um, uh, a bit really fucking bitter. <laughs> if you if you if you ask me, because you know Bafos had a game plan, same way Andonia has game plans, Salgado had a game plan. Yep. The whole point was. To kind of frustrate, you know, they kind of kept Warda out of the game. Mm. Try and keep Bittas out of the game. Try and keep uh, Hambos quiet. You know, a lot of or a lot of the players that Andoni has been relying on, trying to keep them quiet. Which is kind of like what Andoni has been, how Andoni has been getting the results against other teams as well. 
You've been keeping yeah. their better players quite working on their tactics. So Salgado lined up the team to kind of counter counteract that. And that's the kind of the bitty game that we end up having when you've got two kind of tactics that are kind of like bashing up against each other like that. Yeah. So you're gonna end up with a bitty game, lots of tackles flying in, lots of kind of gamesmanship and that kind of thing. Sometimes you know. Both teams required a result there, mm -hmm. and that's how they thought they were going to get the result. So you can't really go after one team when your own tactics are kind of like similar to kind of break up the play, yeah. and try and catch on counterattacks and, and the rest of it. That's those. Those are my thoughts anyway on 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 that type of. No, I I, I agree with you. Um, and it, it worked clearly because you know Bitsa didn't get on the score sheet, even though there was that one opportunity which the, the defender cut out. Um, but I think Abolon would be quite disappointed they didn't get anything out of the game because, yeah. as I said, that there was some opportunities and there were some mistakes that Buffalo made defensively that they're, they're just um, they're just so typical of, of Cypriot football. Mm -hmm. And you know it's funny because. I remember saying weeks ago that all they needed to do was change their goalkeeper, get a new goalkeeper that could keep the ball out of the net and they'd be all right. But wow, how wrong was I? I mean, when was the last time they kept the, okay, they kept the clean sheet against Ajax and they kept the clean sheet at the weekend. But prior to that, I think there was a draw against Abuel in the, in the playoffs. I think that was Berg's last second from last game. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but they've, they've been conceding goals in the front centre. I mean, we we beat them for fuck's sake. And Bessadin scored. That tells you how bad the situation must have uh, been at yeah. the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah. anyway, anyway. Yeah. Let's um, move just, on then. Go just on. One, one small thing. As Abolon celebrated its 69th anniversary on the 14th of April. Okay. Nice. Humpy birthday. Nice. Hmm. 69th. There you go. Next season, the big 7-0. Okay, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll just keep skipping past that joke. It's fine. Well, I don't, I don't want to get facetious. <laughs> <laughs> For once. Yeah, we're, we're right. better than that. Yeah. <laughs> right, the next game. Yeah. Aris drawing 0-0 with Abuel, but, but they could have had all three points had Gogorin mm -hmm. not taken the identical spot kick after it was uh, ordered to be retaken. Abuel had their chances, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but it was end-to-end -end stuff, really. And I'm quite surprised it ended nil-nil. But the thing is, what I will say, uh, Thassor, is having spoken to a few Upper World fans, they're pretty pleased with the, the point. And it seems mm -hmm. that they would have taken the, the point beforehand. And I think Aris fans would have done had it not been for the penalty. I think if, if uh, they didn't get a penalty, they'd be like, yeah, okay, the point is great. But yep. knowing that they missed and the same take of missing it twice, uh, they'll be kicking themselves for sure. I, I just hope for their sake that um, it doesn't come back to bite them on the ass. But your mm -hmm. mate Belich was the was the hero, saving yeah. the penalty yeah. twice and diving the same place twice. Yeah, yeah. No, as is uh, it, it wasn't just it wasn't just obviously the penalty saves. He, he, no, he, no, had, he had he had he had a very 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 good game, uh, and you know, 
all all credit to him. He, he he did have he did have a dodgy decision at one point. I think he comes out and tries to it comes out to like right on the edge of his sixteen yard box to try and block a cross or whatever. But uh, uh, yeah, the penalty saves. There's a couple. I think there's a shot for Morgan Brown as well. He does yeah. does very well to save as well. The, the it, thing is with the penalty save, I, I thought it was um it was a replay because it was exactly yeah, the same, exactly, exactly the, the same. same. I think I yeah I, I you know yeah they it's um I think that uh, Gokorin was thinking well yeah he probably doesn't think I'm going to go to the same uh, same exact place so I'll do mm. the same exact place and probably go the other direction and you know it's it, it's like you you you're always second guessing aren't you so yes. It's a pot lock penalty, and he did, he did very well. Uh, again, great he save. saved, yeah, he great saved save. two or three great shots that you know. Other other Belich days would have ended up being a goal. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he he had he had an incredible game. Morgan was channel, channeling his inner pool skulls, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was going for it. He did, he, you know, he. He, he he wants to get, he wants to get back on top of that uh, you know goal of the season award he wants he wants yeah, it standard. he wants it isn't <laughs> it yeah but yeah uh, it's get, uh, really yeah hits the bar unlucky unlucky for him as well um, I think uh, yeah you know bicycle kick again now what what is this what is going on with these bicycle kicks man <laughs> but but yeah yeah I he think has to score I, there, ben, I, doesn't he, he has to score yeah. there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think yeah, it was great. Yeah, here you go, Belic. Uh, what, what is he doing? What is he doing <laughs> on the edge of his box there? But yeah, apart from apart from that, he had he had a fantastic game. Uh, a, a lot of these players that were on the pitch had great games. You know, the, um, uh, what what I what I noticed as well was kind of like a game of two halves. Like Abuel were more in control in the first half, second half. Aris were a bit more in control. The uh yeah. Um, but I think kind of the draw in the end is kind of the right result. I don't know if yeah. you think the penalty goes in, Filitaya gets a bit more luck with with uh, that bicycle kick and it sneaks in sneaks in. You know, I think uh, I think it's basically the the one point between the two of them, I think is is the right result. <laughs> Do you see the press conference after the game from Spilevsky as well? He no, said, I didn't. I didn't. He, he said that a point from the game would have been better than a win because if they were four points clear, they would have got complacent. Oh, you, oh really? Yeah. Ah, interesting. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I'm sure he would have preferred to have the three points. <laughs> but yeah, maybe that was his way of kind of patting his players on the head and said, right, okay, it wasn't the result that we wanted, but it wasn't a loss. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he's playing it down a little bit. And, and let's be fair, I mean, from what I understand, Addis, the, the, the mood inside the camp is that they're very upbeat, um, but they're playing down everything because they just want to stay focused on, on winning the title. Yeah. They've got Buffer next, which is going to be a difficult game. Up well face on Monia, and obviously our formats have been great, but when it comes to playing up well and trying to stop them from winning the title, I'm pretty sure we're going to see a, a different Ornia anyway. Form goes out the window in those games, e doesn't it? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And Ayaka playing Abolon, which again is going to be another barnstormer. So, yeah, look, at the end of the day, I, I think, as I said, 
if you'd have told both teams before the game you're going to take a draw, they'd have taken it. But if you'd have told Aris fans you'd get a penalty and you miss, how would you feel? Gutted. Mm. Fact is, the thing is, I'm seeing similarities uh, for with Upworld to to um, Abolon last season in terms of the the playoffs because Abolon didn't win any games until the last three, was it, or the last two? Three, three. Last three, yeah, when they beat Upwell. And it's it's the same sort of thing. Upwell haven't won a game yet in the playoffs. Mm. They haven't won a game. Which, on the one hand, you could say is concerning, but they've only got one loss as well. So they're not yeah. losing games. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I don't know what to make of this in all fairness. I mean, it's... What, what do you know about the Upwell fans? Have they been saying anything about Milojevic? Well, there was... There, there was talk of you know maybe maybe he's getting like he's getting the tactics wrong. So so for instance, um, having having certain players who are available or at least he had them on the bench, you should be start you should be starting those players and you probably get a more positive result if you did that. But uh, there seems to be a general kind of like feeling of. Um, just not getting the rub of the green, some decisions going against them, referee-wise. You know, again, mention again that handball that Fididaya had that wasn't a handball. Um, you know, the, uh, it's uh, and they're kind of there's this mentality like even more than normal. Like Abuel, uh, Abuel fans have got this mentality of like everybody, everybody doesn't like us. Fuck everybody. It's Abuel versus the world. It seems to be even more right now. So there seems to be kind of a unity with the fans and the team. Uh, there doesn't seem to be like a. There, there were like whispers of whether or not the manager's doing a good job or not, but that seems to have died down over the Easter break. Uh, I think obviously there's some players that are coming back to fitness, you know, players like Ben, Ostandinov. Uh, Via Fanez is injured again, which which uh, is going to cause them some problems. Uh, but you know, there's some players that are coming back, coming back to fitness. Uh, there's some players that uh, the fans are, uh, are not understanding why it's still being used. Like Garo is still uh, Garo is being questioned a lot. Uh, but in general, it's uh, it's still very positive because. Uh, you know, still very close. Nobody wants Abuel to win the league. So, so you know, uh, how it's going right now is going well enough, kind of thinking. What, what I will say is um, I've noticed the form of Sarfo has dipped quite a bit. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether that's because of the amount of games that he's played because he's been practically never present this season. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Kostadinov is back, which is, is an important thing for the club. But I don't know whether Safo is actually burnt out or he's just hit a bad patch. But for one of your best players to be out of form at this stage of the season, it, it, it can't be it can't be great. But yet there's still five games to play and there's still 15 points to play for. So, I, I again, I'm not ruling them out at all. And I'd be stupid to do that. 
Although, again, going back to what you said, you know, Villafanez has picked up an injury. I don't know how serious that is. It didn't seem pretty. Um, I don't know. Kavili Dai isn't scoring goals. That must be frustrating for him because he just seems like the hold-up play player more than anything. Yeah. Um, mm. And as you quite rightly said, he was he was unlucky not to score the goal. But I don't know. There's just something about him this season where I think if they had one guy that could put the ball in the back of the net consistently, they will walk the title. But McKay hasn't done much. I, I don't yeah, know. He's, ben he's hasn't... had his injuries as well. Ben yeah. has been injured as well. They've, they've had quite a few injuries. So Ben, when Ben plays, the kind of the, it, it's a bit like Kokorin with Aris. Obviously not the same kind of player because Kokorin's still got pace on him. Ben, yeah. ben, bless him. He's very good. He's he's very very good technically, like mentally. But speed is not exactly his forte. But he's got players like uh, Dongala. He's got players like Marquinhos who have got that speed. He can fit mm. in, and he does really really well at doing that. Like, but um, you need him fit. You yeah. need your players fit. And there's a lot of players in that team who haven't been. Even at like eighty percent fitness, yeah. so was probably one. Gostandinov came back from injury too early. He got re-injured. Um, you've got yeah, Viafanyes is the same. Uh, there's there's a few players that uh, I think have been brought back a bit too early. Condition. Yeah, and and Ilya is still sat on the bench. Yeah, which is I find it incredible, but. The other thing I will say is that when you look at Addis, for example, you know, obviously Morgan Brown hasn't been playing week in, week out. I know he's been, I don't know whether he's been rested or for tactical reasons, he hasn't been starting games. But when you look at their bench, you know, they've still got Sikorsky, Sikorsky to come with the bench, Spoljaric. I mean, fucking Gomis and um, Mayambella were on the bench as well at the weekend. Yeah. So you're looking at their squad and you're thinking, while you could say, yeah, they don't have you know, the title-winning experience in Cyprus, because obviously Van Alves has won titles and Borussia, etc. But you look at the depth that they've got, and I think, to be fair, they've been lucky with that, you know, not to get serious injuries, whereas Abuel have been picking up injuries left, right and centre all season. Now, this is my final question when it comes to the, the, these two teams. Is it time to start questioning perhaps Abuel's training methods? Because for you to get that many injuries throughout a season, and it's the same players with similar injuries, it can't be a coincidence, surely. I don't think. I don't think it's necessarily the training. I think it just it just keeps. He has his favorite eleven, and if he thinks or if they think they're ready, then he brings them in. Then that it might they might not necessarily be ready because it is repeat injuries. Kostandinov, uh, his latest injury, he wore, he he came back. He played he played a very poor game. Uh, I can't remember against who now. Uh, and then the next game he got injured again. So back, uh, you know, back back to recovery period. You've got uh, Marquinhos is in and out of the team all the time due to injuries. You've got Ben being sat out for long, long periods of time. Makeda the same. I don't think 
I don't think it's necessarily the training. I think it's just a uh, kind of physio, like physio-wise, they're not holding, they're not holding the players back. Like if you just wait another game, players will be a bit more fresh. The ones that you want them to yeah. play, they've got a certain specific way of playing, and the rest of it, because they they even brought back. Um, who did they have on loan from Baralimni that they brought back the, the Portuguese, the, the young Portuguese? Ah, yes, 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 yes. Um, ah, I forgot but, his name now. But he's been back and they brought him back for a reason. Yeah. And he hasn't made any appearances. Yeah. So... I think I think it's uh, I, I think it's more the manager's got his favourite eleven. If those eleven are ready to go, ready to go in inverted commas, then he's going to go with those eleven. Yeah, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one because again, for me, my argument will be since they got knocked out of the cup the first of March, they've been playing one game a week. Yep. So they played six games since, and we obviously had a break for Easter. Yeah. So maybe it's the recovery, as you said. Maybe it's the, the physiotherapy section or side of things. But it's it's a big enough squad, and it's a good enough squad to to challenge clearly. Yeah. But then are some of these players injury prone? Because Donis always team seems to pull up with an injury. Um, I don't know. Well, like, yeah, but, uh, no, but Donis has history, though. He's an injury prone player. Well, th been... this is it. If you if you know about this, then why are you taking a risk? I, I don't know why are you risking signing him. And then, as I said, you got Ilya on the bench, who is a proven goal scorer in Cyprus. I don't see why he doesn't get the opportunities. I mean, he, the last time he scored was it against Garmiodisa, if I'm not mistaken. He came off the bench at one point and scored. Yeah, can't remember which game it was, but yeah, uh, and. Uh, he was on because uh, Abo were winning by quite some margin okay. as well beforehand. So I think he, he, he basically replaced Kvili Daya just to give Kvili Daya a bit of a rest. It but might yeah. have been against someone like Baralimni or something, I don't know, or Salamina. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I think uh, I think he just has his preferred 11. Um, even if they're like 60% fit, he says, okay, you're playing. Mm. You've got to remember, he came into the he came into the team. You no, know, what ten games in? What was it? Yeah, ten, twelve games in. So, yeah. not really any players. The, the, the players that were signed weren't. You know, he came he came into the team once the team was built. So he obviously thinks some of those uh, those players. On the periphery aren't worth aren't worth the time. Oh boy. Oh yep. boy, oh boy. Yep. Anyway, we've done an hour and 20 minutes. We've got loads to talk for, for division two, mate. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Okay. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try and blast through <laughs> some of this. So um I, before we go to division two, Aris have got a new mascot. I just yes. want to get my. I just want to get the, the my, my joke in. New God of War just dropped, and Grad and Kratos is shitting himself. There you go. <laughs> um, it was also more social media stuff for Aris. Um, uh, Aris fans in Bitilia. 
Pitya, my my people, Pitya. Yo, peace. Ari timisu o kato milos mazisu. Now, hmm. my grandma lives from the village up from Gadomilo, right? Population of Gadomilos maybe is 20 Ooh. if you count them twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, still, respect to Evlogiado uh, Gadomilo, you know, if she's still alive. But uh, yeah, you've got to make Big that up. distinction. You're going to make that <laughs> distinction. There's Evlogiado Gadomilo, and then there's Evlogiamaya. <laughs> so, yeah, don't get them too mixed up. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one, one other thing as well. Um, per periphery, per per peripherical to eyes, but involves Ael and Abollon as well. Okay. Alpha Mega Stadium is being oh, dragged God. through the crapper again. Oh, no. Now, so there's, there was a report in the Cyprus Mail. Uh, so I pulled out some quotes from that report, uh, basically <laughs> on what local <laughs> residents and some experienced architects have spoken about stuff. Um, so yeah, this is the reason why I kind of had the people have been watching me kind of drink from this tea. It's a herbal tea that uh, uh, deals with stress. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a stress reliever. So hopefully I don't have an aneurysm while I'm talking about this. But yeah, I'm just going to... Yeah, photos online reflect the fact that the majority of streets leading to the stadium are yet to be finished with construction sites complicating access to the venue and parking for visitors. According to Giriagos Haji Giriagos, a former president of Aris, one of the three cl clubs utilising the stadium along with Ayelena Bollon, now involved in the construction work surrounding the venue, the first phase for the completion of the road network linking it to the highway was initially scheduled to be finished by March the 30th. There were, however, delays, he admitted As during expected. the interview with Supersport <laughs> FM. The matter was out of our hands. Um, then we've got the next two phases. We'll also see three additional highway exits leading to the Alfa Mera Stadium, one of which will be for people coming from Bafos. Um, on top of that, he hinted that a plan for an additional parking area is currently being discussed since, according to him, the current one adjacent to the stadium fits only 1,000 cars when the venue has a cap capacity of 11,000. <laughs> yeah? So... Uh, you know, we're all we're, we're ten people are getting into one diblog diblogambino, and that diblogambino is <laughs> parking in the car, right? All right. Now, my brother sent me a WhatsApp video, just a very quick one, kind of showing me, um, showing me the just just one junction near the stadium, right? And they've got they've got a Zebra crossing, in theory, that they've just marked out in chalk on the road, right? And then where there's an island for people to stop, to uh, kind of stop, you know, so they don't get run over and then cross the other arm of the junction, there's no fucking curbs. <laughs> there's no curbs and there's no pavement on the footway. Oh and then God. on top of that, obviously, you've got the Kipriago Sistema of parking everywhere. So where there is a footway, 
there's fucking cars on top of it. Uh, I'm tempted to bring it up. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, just fucking. Right. Anyway, to bring it up. <laughs> so here's another quote as well. So the first phase involved the construction of pavements, pedestrian crossings, and street lighting. Right. Look at this. Bring it up. There you go. There you go. Look at it. Fucking look at it. Right. Play, play again. Play again from the beginning. Play it again from the beginning, right? To the left, look, no fucking street lights. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, it's a joke. Look how this guy's parked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. Look at the... <laughs> the lining on the road is done by fucking chalk. <laughs> What is that? Oh, look. Oh, my God. There you go, guys. There's your crossing there. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right? Oh, and, 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 and I'll just I'll just leave this. What's happening before. here with this island bit? What's happening here? Well, that's supposed to be an island, right? That's supposed to block <laughs> uh, people turning left onto that, onto that side road. Oh, my God. And then people coming onto the main road, right? And because oh, the junction's too wide, they've put an island in the middle. And in that island, it's going to be like a waiting area for pedestrians to cross. <laughs> I love right? this guy's part. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, listen, listen, right. Somebody hire me. Somebody hire me. I'll do a report. I'll go over there, take some pictures, be like, that needs fixing, that needs fixing, that needs fixing. Fucking do it now. Now. Do it for now. All right. Uh, I, I just, I just finish, I just finished with one last quote, right? You tell it the to real, Do it. The real yeah. problem is the lack of coordination amongst parties involved, which resulted in oh. unfinished streets, limited available parking, and general inconveniences for fans and residents alike. The lack of what? The lack of coordination. So you've never heard the blueprints? No, no. What it is, is that you've got like the Department of Transport, you've got the Sports Department, you've got uh, 40 different contractors that are probably working on the site, you've got uh, you know, Keller's over here, Pezevengi's over here, you've got Raro in front of you, you've got <laughs> Golos behind you, right? They're all speaking 40 different kinds of Laudneziga, and there isn't anybody just grab all of these people and just knock their fucking heads together, right? That's what's needed. Oh, I mean, he even said, like, in nicer wet, in nicer words, that's what it said in the report as well. That they need there's nobody coordinating these people. Now Mate. I'll remind you that the last minister of transport signed off on the first phase of these fucking works in December. So in theory, the first phase of works, which they now said that they've been delayed, which was supposed to be finished on March the thirtieth. We're actually signed off as finished in December for the stadium to open.
I, I'm not going to say anything because the next thing I say might completely no, no, no. tip you off one the scales. More, one, more, <laughs> one, more, one more, one more. Now, this, this, this Minister of Transport that signed off on this pile of, it's like a mountain of bollocks with hairs on, right? He's now going around on all these podcasts, on our Orthodoxy podcasts and on different kind of like waving, waving his arms in the air, you know, like the fucking queen going, yes, uh, I'm no longer Minister of Transport. Let's talk about football. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I wish I wish I was playing this up. This is my real feelings. I wish I was acting. It's like it's it's, it's like. Uh, Calm down, tranquilo, amigo. You can have an uh, aneurysm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's all right. Let, let's move on to other things that are going to cause the aneurysms. All right, we've got. Tolibon. 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 Wusa. Wusa. Oh, mate. Bad boys too. Wusa. Anyway, so Vrionidis, yay, 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 yay! So uh, obviously we talked about that one match ban for fans, for Achna fans. Yes, uh, and we also talked about him saying he would publish a letter the next day explaining his reasoning. Uh, that was on the twelfth of April, but now on the twenty-fifth of April, and he hasn't made anything available yet. Oh, okay. So. Is that now? There's more things missing. Maybe as well. maybe he forgot the password to his laptop. I don't know. Maybe because there's more things missing as well. Oh. So I think we spoke about it last time, but yes. Baik Gerinya, yes, have been done for match fixing by the ethics committee. Nothing in there from Brionidis about what kind of punishment's going to befall either Baik or uh, the pl- the players involved. <laughs> so there's that. Ne- and then nothing about what we discussed with regards to the Hermes versus uh, Xilodimbo match as well. Nothing on that. But there are some things to report. Things like for slapping the ball in Chico Panza's face in the literal foul, the, the literal foul throw, uh, Lukili doesn't get any extra game bans, but he does have to pay an extra fine. Now, a load of Ermizaradipo staff. So we didn't talk about the, uh, any match fixing, but uh, the three physio staff for Ermizaradipo have been given two game bans and fines for unsportsmanlike behaviour towards the referee in the 85th minute for swearing at the ref and the opposition. There you go. More, more there. Now, as well, so this is going to lead, this is going to lead on to some other stuff, but as well, ALS Omonia, 29th of May, blah, 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 you know, longer, second longest team name in Gibro, uh, have been fined for fans spitting at a player before the start of and at the end, before the start of and at the opposition coach throughout the game, pitch invasion at the end of the game, and for throwing objects at the start and throughout the match aimed at a player of the opposition bench, which explains why the police 
went as crazy as they did for their match against Ayers Zagagyu. Mm. And here we go. Here we go. ILS Omonia 29th of May versus Ayers Zagagyu. Yep. Big crunch match at the top of the table in Division B, uh, which involved a lot of backwards and forwards of, I know, so those who've been watching slash listening to us for a while will know IS has come up a few times because of match fixing allegations. Well, now they're on the block second time for uh, match fixing versus Omoniara Dipu. And this time a recording has surface, surfaced of the fix being discussed in a gaffene. So there's a YouTube video available for people. Um, uh, a, a, follow, a very good follower of ours. I can't, I'm going to have to look it up. Sorry. Sorry, my guy. Sorry, my guy. Provided the video. Uh, and I went in there and watched the whole thing and broke it down. Uh, and there's a, like a whole a whole business a whole business hold on let me just get the let me just get my my fella's name on there so i can get him it's on. It's, it's a it's a wild one and the thing is right i i don't know if there's any there's no coming back from this there's there's really, no really coming isn't. back from this it's really it's damning it is crystal clear like okay they they've um They've manipulated the the. It's the referee, isn't it? The referee's voice. Um. um yeah. I don't know. No, it's. I don't think it's a referee. No I referee? think it's. Uh, it's somebody in the legacy for one of the for either Omonia or or Ayers. But yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's uh, at p underscore ace underscore p ace betting mm-hmm. is. Uh, provided me with the YouTube video. So I'm just going to break down as quickly as I can what's said in the video. So on 15th of March 2023, reports are circulating of a new red envelope concerning a game of the second division. The Cyprus FA in a statement refuted the reports. So we, we talked about that already. A few yep. hours after the Cypriot FA's statement, the Committee of Ethics and Safeguarding in Sport, with an official statement refuted the Cyprus FA and confirmed that the instruction for investigating match fixing between Omoni Aradipo and Aes came from the Cyprus FA and the UEFA sports radar. Now, then there's then they explain that there's an audio recording from a member of the board of Omoni Aradipo that the match in question with Aes was fixed. The audio recording recording concerns representatives of both teams, but also the referee. So then they've got like a uh, kind of voice modulated um, discussion. So clearly when the whole thing with Ayers happened, we had a lot of pressure from the guys from half time. I made the movements that I needed to do and the game happened how we wanted it to. So then they discuss about the first clip, which was basically that. Awani Aradipo were winning at half time and since they did exactly what they needed to do in the second half, Ayers equalised and in the end won the game. At 1-1, Omonia Radipo were given a penalty, which they missed. And in the 80th minute, Ayers won the game with their own penalty. And then there's another audio recording, which basically involves the referee in the match fixing as well as the players. So the quote is, 
there were two players involved, two players. I'm telling you, I was scared. And they they were so sure. I found the referee, but he could not he could not give the penalty against us. He could not not give the penalty against us, sorry. It was obvious. He shot the penalty wide and he gave a penalty to Ayers that wasn't a penalty. So big, big brouhaha. Um and then Obviously, this being really, really so close to a big crunch game with with uh, Neomonia, 29th of May. Uh, there were some accusations from my ears that this was released at, uh, at this time on purpose to put off the team. So they brought out a statement. So it's, it's a long statement. Again, I'm going to try and get through it as quickly as I can. To everyone who wish to everyone who wishes to harm our team, we are obliged to respond to their irresponsible and needless attack with absolute clarity and resolution. Today's report followed the announcement from 29th of May, Ammonia 29th of May, which was unsubstantiated and inconsistent. From our side, we ask only what any sensible person would, guarantees for our safety, regardless of past events. And then they list out a bunch of games where there was issues with Ammonia 29th of May fans. To avoid degrading the situation further, we've been silent following on one year 29th of May's statement. Sadly, we are required to provide additional statements in public due to the conversation happening on the internet and the inaccurate reporting, which is trying to undermine our team a few days prior to our season's most important game. The audio released has no proof as to its accuracy and could have been recorded in any coffee shop in Cyprus and by anyone. We are warning anyone who tries to harm our team that we will take all necessary measures to protect the team and our rights. In fact, we will use all uh, and uh, yeah. In fact, we will use all legal means provided to us to address these false and baseless accusations. Finally, we will not be revisiting the subject, and we will not be involved in a war of words. And re-emphasizes that matches are won on the pitch, and our team is concentrating on the preparation of the match on Saturday. There you go. Now. I suspect that there's an altered version of whatever recording happened there with obviously all the gaps and everything has been sent to that ethics board, uh, including any names that might have been mentioned. Uh, now, this might be this could be a big problem for Ayers uh, if they found to fix the second game, because as I've discussed previously, second time court means a three point deduction and a five thousand yep. euro fine, which would yep. mean Based off of the results, uh, the results uh, this weekend, Aes drop out of promotion, and Omonia take their place instead. Yep, and that's something that they don't want right now because they've been practically top of the league for most of the season anyway. Exactly. Um, yeah. Wow. So the game itself played out in front of a maximum allowed capacity of 1,200 people as per police instruction. As part of the match security, the police brought out their big mama and the, the water cannon kind of thing just mm -hmm. in case it was going to kick off. Uh, yeah. the, the thing looked like a bloody tank. I wasn't able to find a picture of it, but Jesus Christ. Um, so there were eight minutes of injury time in the game and someone on the Ammonia 29th and May bench got sent off. And there was a penalty appeal for handball at one point as well. 
Now, I haven't been able to find the highlights of the game. I don't know if they were live, uh, if the game was shown live or not. It should have been, right? But uh, I, uh, I, I, yeah, you'd have thought. But, see, that vision but, would have got that. Yeah, but I've not been able to find anything on it. But anyway, after the game, I as posted on the so were posting on the social media as if they'd won the game. So like they had their. They, they had like a team photo, kind of all the team in the dressing room being like. <laughs> and um, also, they posted this weird Veni Vidi Vici <laughs> post. Oh, God. Because they drew nil nil. Like, I, so the, the last one is I conquered, guys. I was victorious. That's where Vich comes from. Victory. Yeah? You don't post that after you win. After you win, nil-nil, yeah? Do you, yeah, but do you know what? I, I, I think, again, this is another pot shot at Omonia. I think I as... And again, this is me guesstimating or just, you know, it's conjecture. It's not fact. I think this is them saying nothing's going to happen to us. Everything's going to be okay. We didn't lose to you lot. So it's a moral victory. That's what I think it is. Either way, don't don't want to be winding up uh, the, the, not, uh, not, on the R29 more. Not than... gate nine. No yeah. fucking way. Yeah, <laughs> but again, it goes back to what I said on the last show. I don't think... The Cypriot, uh, the CFA want them promoted. I don't think they want them. I don't think they want them. But then again, but again, speaking to, to some people that I know that have an eye on the club, from what I understand, a lot of their fans don't even want to be promoted. <laughs> okay. From what I've been told, a lot of them don't want to be promoted because obviously money gets involved and it goes against their philosophy yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I, I don't I don't know. I really don't know. I really don't know. It's, it's a bizarre one, for sure. Yeah. So obviously, kind of, because this was main event, an actual thing happened in the second division as well. An actual thing? Where, <laughs> yeah. No, no, like, Othello Zafieno had been confirmed promoted. Yes, congratulations. So congratulations. Congratulations are in order to the team from Athienu, which means that the Asagi in Achna is going to have top league football regardless of whether Ethnikos go up or not. Yes. <laughs> because, because I don't think I don't think the CFA is going to let another team play in Ladnaga as well on top of all the other teams that play in no. Ladnaga. No. Yeah. No. So, congratulations to Othellos regardless. They yep. made it. Good one, lads. A uh, couple of other things in the lower divisions as well. The Eniza Gritas Morfo, third division champions. So congratulations to them. Refugee team. They were in the first team. They were in the first division uh, very recently. They were relegated in 2007. Uh, so, and they kind of fell off a cliff after that, obviously. Morfo is my mom's village. Yay! Yeah. So there you go. Gonna have some second division representation in there. Yeah. Good for them. Uh, and then there's a non-league promotion party as well. So here are Skibu FC and my favourites, Spartagos Kidil. Come on. Be playing third division football next season. 
So for those for those people that don't remember, Spartakos Kidio are the ones with the with the great social media stuff. The octopus know? keeper and the rocket yeah. launcher guy and yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm looking forward to more of that, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> but whatever you do, please don't use Hootsuite. <laughs> yeah, don't do not don't don't use Hootsuite. <laughs> no, no. Well, if you're gonna use it, use it properly. Tag the right players. Don't end up yeah. tagging like I don't know, Stan Collymore. <laughs> I mean, you can tag Stan Collymore. You could try see if he gets a response. Yeah, yeah see, um, see what he does. Just make sure yeah. everybody's Swedish players. So, um, yeah. Thank you, Thassov, for your uh, your research. I'm I'm blown away as as ever. And oh um, uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Let's uh, let's wrap it up with um, the league table because we haven't done that, believe it or not, for the first first division. For the mm -hmm. Brodathlima. Brodath so let me just uh, let me just bring it up one moment, please. Just bear with me. Bear with me. Just keep bearing. Bear hug. Bear grills. Bear people in the house. Um, I know that's a rubbish one, but it's it's bought me a bit of time. Here we go. This is the league Tebon. So as you can see at the bottom, Agrida Paralimni and Olympia goes are stranded. They need more than a life raft here. Olympiacos are now, what, nine points behind Doxa? Yep. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's not looking good. How many games have they got left? So, uh, the relegation group have got 40 games to play. Uh, 14? Four, no, they've got 40 <laughs> games to play altogether. So, they've got seven All right, so seven. Yeah. Seven left. So, there's, so there's still an outside chance, but it's... Yeah. There's, there's 21 points to play for. So, in theory, Niasalamina can still go down. Yeah, true. Very true. Very true. Nobody is. Nobody's the top that we're more concerned about. Yes. Uh, Aris are top by a point. Abuela second on 63, but it's creeping up behind them. Ayek Lannaga on 61 points, and Ayek face Abolan at the weekend before uh, Buffer face Alison before Abuela play on Monia. So by Monday morning, it could be in second place. In fact, they could be joint top. Mm -hmm. Flipping hell. Blimey, we, 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 the title race is back on. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, actually it's, back on. It's, it's six points between the top four. Yeah, and Buffo are, are still in with a chance as well. They're only, what, five points behind the boil? Yeah. My, 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 Delilah. Wow. Yeah. Wowzers. Oh, it's all yeah. about my team. Fuck my team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the, the thing I was going to mention is Omonia have got the same points as eighth place. Yeah, that's true. I'm obviously, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But, but what I will say, um, no, I'm not going to say anything. I, I was about to say that we still got a chance of finishing fourth, but it doesn't make a difference because <laughs> fourth doesn't mean nothing anyway. <laughs> yeah, unless, yeah. Well, Baffle would need to win the cup and then come third. Yeah, we need to win all our games, which isn't going to happen. Yeah. So, anyway, anyway, that's all more. It's been emotional. Thank you very much again. Oh, Thank you for everyone viewing. Uh, don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter at This Is Mappa and on Instagram. Thassel has his at Flez Gafes on Twitter. He's very, very active and uh, he's much more informative than our This Is Mappa account. We just like making videos and, and putting them out there. But, um, yeah, no, man, but Stel is good at them videos, though. 
I, you know, I've been slacking. I've been slacking the past few days, in all fairness. I've been slacking. I have to start bombarding the socials again with videos. And, so. You know, if you guys don't have Instagram <clears throat> or, or Twitter, there's also the Facebook group. So I, I, chuck in, I chuck in some news items in the Facebook group. And, uh, you know, there's... Uh, Stel, Stel, put, Stel puts the, the videos uh, in the Facebook group as well. There are some... Um, some some people put the uh put different um team podcasts on there as well so if you if you feel like your team's not represented in that group post a video absolutely absolutely and if post you want to jump on to talk cypriot football then you're more than welcome to the more the merrier but we've got a few plans in the pipeline especially for next season um and hopefully the channel and the show will grow and grow and grow until we take over the world yeah, the domination is the target, ladies and gentlemen. Do it. Well, hopefully we could do it in under two hours per show because we've done yeah. an hour and fifty-two. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Like if if you can, like, you don't like editing, but you could cut a little bit at the beginning, can't you? No, I don't mind. All right, well, just chuck it all in. Chuck it all in. No problem. Chuck it all in. Fuck it. Fuck it. No problem. No problem. No you you lot have well, to deal with it, not us. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Pearls of wisdom. Anyway, we'll be back next week, boys and girls. And um, there's going to be a lot of football the weekend. And hopefully it will be entertaining apart from Group B, which is going to be crap. So until next time, good night, everybody. Ooh.